We're here today with Tom Art of Oak Capital Advisors talking about a subject I think people should be very interested in uh, because this is a time in the world, in the market in 2020, where you should be asking yourself, because big companies are asking this, small companies are asking this, is it time to buy or sell your business? Tom Art, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate the introduction. For sure, uh, this is a question right now that's on a lot of people's minds. Is it time to buy or sell a business? Well, let's talk first about uh, the fundamentals. Why acquire a business? Uh, period. Why acquire a business? Well, obviously, one reason is a desire to lead your own company. Um, a lot of people uh, in the corporate world, especially, are ready for that that shift, that transition. Uh, Buying a company is, is a good way to get existing cash flow, good, and to buy existing seller's discretionary earnings. Which well, is let me tell you, let me, Tom, let me interrupt even right away because from right. your perspective, the audience here is listening and we're thinking buy or sell a business. What if I'm someone in career transition? I'm an executive, I've, I've accumulated money. What if I'm someone who's you know, got a position at a company, I'm thinking about buying a business, or I'm in a business that's been thriving for the last three years, but maybe taking a hit for a month or two because of, you know, the interruption in business that we've seen in 2020. And I'm, I'm thinking about selling a business. But what size businesses are we really talking about? Really, is it, we're really focused on this podcast from one to 5 million. Would you put those parameters lower than that, higher than that? Or is that about right? No, I'd say we're talking uh, uh, mid-market, which is roughly two to five or six million in sales, maybe three to five hundred thousand dollars of SDE. Uh, you get much above that, and you're getting into a, a different financing zone. Okay. Below that, uh, are you really generating enough cash flow to sustain, especially for a corporate executive or a corporate uh, individual? The, the lifestyle you've been you've been used to, and and uh, and also pay off the principal and interest, and, and have money to grow the business. Well, you know, I like to interrupt a lot when we're having a conversation, but I hope you don't mind. But you've done this. I've we've been together as friends. You've been a client. You've been a friend. We've been colleagues with Oak Capital. But but. You've done this yourself, right? Bought. I did it. I did it myself back in. Uh, I was at that point in time the CEO of a of a company, and also decided to, uh, along with a, a partner, uh, to purchase a small business. And uh, of course, my thinking was twofold: one, uh, a second uh, income stream, and then uh, also recognizing that uh, the corporate world is can be transitional and if i had a small business i would have a you know maybe an, another option for my career at some point in time mm -hmm. so that passion has led you to be a principal at oak capital advisors where, where i think when i first interrupted your train of thought you were talking about sde can you slow down and talk about that because that's important for buyers or sellers it shouldn't be a concept that's foreign to someone when they hear that phrase if they're interested in buying a business. Is that right? That's right. Seller's discretionary earnings, SDE, is the cash flow 
that's available to a potential buyer uh, um, to grow, run, operate uh, the business. It, it's the cash flow that the current owner is generating, which includes not only the income from the business, but also uh, perhaps the owner's salary, uh, any large expenditures he's making that are discretionary, um, depreciation, amortization, other non-cash charges that are impacting his books. It's a total cash that might be available to, that will be available to a new owner uh, when he takes over the business. He's so going whether, to want to pay himself a salary. He's going to want to pay principal and interest. He's going to have money to grow the business, getting money for working capital. So the SDE is a very important concept. So we're really talking about if you are an established person who's had a business for a while, you might think about selling it. You just don't know how to value that business. How do you know from a buyer-seller point of view do, do I even have the money to buy or sell a business? And I'm going to throw something else at you right now because we just talked to Will Bruce, who is the president of American Business Brokers Association, yeah, on a on a Zoom recently, where he talked about how whether you are uh, looking for a business to buy or you're thinking about selling. He thinks this is a good time because of partly because interest rates, if you have to finance part of that business and it's worth it, the SDE, as you talk about, works out and you're valuing the business right. You have a broker who's helping you. Talk about that a little bit. Well, in many respects, right now is a good time to buy or sell a business because uh, interest rates are at historically low levels. Um, the SBA is offering a program where a new buyer can get coverage on principal and interest uh, for the first six payments if uh, the deal is committed to, not necessarily closed, but committed to by September 27th of 2020. So in addition to good interest rates or very low interest rates, there are some very good financing you know, programs available out there right now um, that should be of interest to not only to buyers, but also sellers, um, because it can help the buyer finance the purchase and perhaps even increase the value of the company a little bit. So, so it's a very, exciting, a very exciting program. That's great. So in your opinion, it is it could be a very good time to buy or sell a business. What if that business has taken a little bit of a hit because of, let's say, the 2020 pandemic issues? You know, there's been a drop in income for a month or two or three. Does that really affect the value of a business? Let's say that's that you either want to buy or cons you are considering buying or considering selling. If we have three years of pretty consistent earnings, what do you say well, to what, that? What most lenders are doing right now, or some lenders are doing at least, is looking at monthly results, not just annual, but monthly. And if you've got a good trend historically of monthly results and there's an obvious dip in March, April, May because of COVID-19, um, that's going to be discounted. The, the lenders are going to look at the performance month by month in advance of this period. And uh, so your value is going to be uh, relatively stable compared to where it was. Now, of course, banks will be looking at what happens post-COVID-19 if the transaction is taking place 
let's say six months from now, and again, the banks can look at monthly results and did the business start to show its comeback? Uh, so oh. that will be a factor. That will be a factor down the road. But right now, if a transaction's in process, it's going to go forward. So if I'm a potential buyer or a seller, I don't need to be in a, as a buyer, I'm probably not going to get a buyer sale, so to speak, perhaps, unless it's a restaurant where someone's giving up or whatever. We often don't, you know, talk too much about those. There's always exceptions. So the, the business, business's values not, is not going to be treated like, oh, you've had two bad months, therefore the business is worth 30% less. It's probably not going to be valued much less unless this becomes a trend for your business over six, eight, 12 months. But if your business is coming back, you still have value to sell. So that's support for the seller. As a buyer, why else could this be a good time to buy a business? Because you well, I think, think that as a buyer, there's a couple of good reasons right now. And one is that uh, many small business owners are 65 and over. They've been, at, you know, they they built their company over a period of time, and this COVID nineteen situation is telling them that hey, um, maybe I do need an exit strategy. Maybe I need to recognize that. Uh, um, there are there is volatility in business cycles, and when they and when the economy is it's strong, which it basically is without the COVID nineteen, it's a good time to sell. Interesting. Um, so I think there's so, going to I think there's going to be some buyers, some sellers out there who are saying, you know what, uh, I'm more motivated to sell now than I may have been three or four or six months. And from wisdom from Will Bruce, one of our mentors, you know that, that we've. Uh, known in the business of business buying and selling and brokerage, he said this is not a trend. So this isn't, you know, although COVID-19, et cetera, may come back, there may be some issues. Um, he feels, and a lot of people feel, and certainly I believe the market in general feels that, you know, this is not a devastation that's going to hit over and over again. This is a pretty acute event that may have some implications for later. So that's isn't that a little bit of peace of mind to a potential buyer or seller of a business that, let's say, between that two and five million mark, who has seller discretionary income of, I don't know, whatever the amount is? Is that some hope to those people looking at buyer selling? Well, I think absolutely. Absolutely. I think there are, as you mentioned earlier, there are select industries where you might want to be very cautious, like the restaurant business. Uh, but if for many businesses, um, activity is 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 held up, and in some cases even increased, thanks to you know thanks to the situation right now. So, so it's not uh, a trend. It, it is. It could be. It could be a very good time to buy a business. Mm -hmm. So it's not a trend, but there could be some things that are happening that are personally motivating people to sell, saying, you know what, I don't want to go through a period of like this again, or you know what, this is a signal to me that it's time. You have listed recently businesses like that, haven't you? Where the, where the owner had either a life event or a business event. It wasn't terrible, but it was something that said to them, you know what, maybe it's time to enjoy the fruits of my labor. And maybe that person, he or she, or whoever is selling that business, you know, it's time for them. So, you know, if that is a motivated seller, who's got a valuable business, but is reasonable, 
and you make a reasonable offer, you may be able to not, you know, leave that corporate job or add to your portfolio or create a business could be very lucrative coming out of this time. So buyers and sellers should be talking to each other, shouldn't they? Yes, they should. You made a very good point. Uh, I am working uh, right now with a buyer who had a life event, not the COVID-19, but of a different nature. And yeah, he's, he's motivated to sell. Now, well, for, some, for some owners, this COVID-19 may be, in fact, a life event, at least, at least uh, causing to think about, you know, the extent of the downturn and do I really want to go through another one of these events? So it may, in fact, motivate some people to sell. Okay, so we have that. Now, let's just hone in on something that I think is pretty important because you do market outlook and valuations, you know, market opinion of value. You're not saying, hey, you're a, you're a certified uh, person who, who has a, a big accounting degree and a CPA and a firm that does business valuations for tens of thousands of dollars. But what, is a, what does a good broker do when they're helping value your business? You talked about SDE. What are some of the things a broker can do to give you an opinion of value that could be helpful to you in deciding whether to sell your business, of course, and, and as you're looking at businesses, whether to buy that business? Talk about well, valuation and market opinion of valuation for a moment. As a, as a broker who prepares broker opinions of value, we look at three or four key factors. One, of course, is SDE. Uh, and we look at comparables in the industry. What kind of multiples have similar companies sold for recently, hopefully in the last couple of years, uh, within that industry? We look at sales trends. You know, is, is the business trending up, down, sideways? That's an important factor. We look at special, what I call special consideration, um, location of the business, uh, customer concentration, quality of the uh, of the associates involved with the business. So we look at spe- uh, what kind of uh, competitive situation does the company have in that in that area or region. So we look at we look at not only hard numbers for cash flow. We look at uh, the more qualitative factors. And see how that might impact the multiple. And then we put together a um, an analysis which encompasses which which looks at all those factors. Easy for me to say, right? And 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 we determine what multiple that business uh, might sell for. So there's a lot to it when a when a broker gets involved to help market and value that business and bring that opinion of value. let me ask you this because I think it's important to have a team around you of trusted advisors during this time. And if you act as the, I think what we like to call the accredited business intermediary, the person who comes in and helps provide perspective analysis and builds the transaction, uh, you can represent a buyer, you can represent a seller, but who else needs to be involved other than your broker who you trust to handle the intermediary activities? Who should well, you good, have in your team and ready to go uh, who could help you during this time of buying or selling a business? Well, a good team, of course, includes uh, the business broker, but also uh, a good team includes a CPA or financial advisor to help with tax implications and uh, 
financial analysis, a uh, uh, attorney to help with the closing documents. Um, it may include a real estate, uh, uh, a real estate, a commercial real estate executive to help with lease or or purchase transactions. Uh, so there's a there's a variety of folks that help form a uh, that help form a good team uh, when, when when closing a transaction. And we're both uh, real estate agents in North Carolina. So is Shipman Northcutt, who works with us as well. And I think it helps to have that perspective, even though it's not required to to put together a transaction to have a real estate license. But for us, I think using the tenets of what we've learned in real estate in a transaction that may involve commercial real estate is important to this piece as well. What what would you say about having that real estate fundamental foundation when you're working with a broker? A well, uh, first let me go back and make one point. I, I failed to mention one very important part, one member of the team, which is your your banker, your lender. Of course. It's it's good to have a good to have a lending relationship with either an SBA uh, rep or uh, or uh, uh, traditional banker. Um, in terms of real estate, I think a couple of things. One is uh, if, you, if, if there's commercial property involved uh, with, with, the, uh, with the business, it's definitely good to have a commercial real estate uh, member on your team uh, to help with the listing and uh, help, n- help value and negotiate that transaction. And then the other thing, of course, is that having real estate uh, real estate agents really understand the agent's role and and how to help their client and what being an agent means. I think that's important as well. Well, that's that's really good. So, and it's important that your business broker is willing to have a relationship with all of those folks as they put together that transaction. For that, it could be. Uh, business owner, male or female, it could be male or female executive, it could be someone who's, you just needs that help. But putting together and orchestrating that team to make sure that good information is getting in there, either as a representative of the, of the buyer or the seller, we often work with both. Uh, but how important is it to be that orchestra director at this time? You're seeing that firsthand with some of the transactions you're working on now. Talk about that as we start to close. Well, there, you know, there are difficulties in acquiring a business. Uh, first off, uncovering the right opportunity. Broker definitely is is can be a key role in that process. Um, there's a due diligence process, uh, examining the business. Uh, really, what are the what are the um, drivers? What are the important factors in in valuing that business? Negotiating a satisfactory agreement, broker plays a key role there. And another area that the broker can play a key role is as the mediator between the buyer and the seller, just in terms of personality. Um, a, a good personality fit between the buyer and the seller is important in these transactions. Having a broker who's working with both parties uh, and you know can make sure that relationship stays positive is also very important. Excellent. Tom, t- 
talk to the buyer, the potential buyer who's nervous, the potential seller who's nervous, who may thought have thought about that, and they they feel like their business is worth X, and the buyer wants it at like talk to those people for a moment as they consider this option that we think is a really good one right now, a unique time in the market where interest rates are at ridiculously, well, not ridiculous, but good for <laughs> those involved, low rates. And, and buyers and sellers may be motivated to make a move uh, by doing good due diligence is what we're advocating on this podcast. Talk to those, uh, two, again, talk to those two again and as we finish up, and I'll let you have the last word there, and then we'll close. Well, you just uh, summed it up very well. Why buy or sell right now? Well, again, you've got a large number of owners who are 65 or over. Uh, it's time to develop an exit strategy. I think creation today uh, helps reinforce that. Um, yes, uh, we're going to look at your trend, your business, uh, month by month for the last couple of years to see how it's doing. But uh, again, the, uh, the extent of the economic the, the economic uncertainty going forward is certainly can certainly be a factor. We've got really historically low interest rates. We've got good SBA um, financing programs available, uh, and and not to mention the fact that before the COVID nineteen situation, we had a lot of businesses that were doing very well, strong economy. I think most people expect that to come back, and when it does. A new owner could be well poised to take advantage of the business he's just with. Fantastic. Uh, looking forward to it. Whether you, wh- whoever needs to, to be listening to this, if it's hit you and you have questions, Tom, how do people get a hold of you and Oak Capital Advisors? Well, uh, our website is oakcapitaladvisors.net. Uh, I can be emailed at tom at oakcapitaladvisors.net. Uh, and our phone number is 919-452-2788. Look forward to taking any questions you may have. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, John.